Today is Wednesday, March 31st, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast. First off, there's a fire weather watch that will be in effect from noon on Thursday to 9 p.m. on Friday. This is for the following counties. Glacier, Toole, Ponderay, Liberty, Hill, Blaine, Shoto, Fergus, and the Rocky Mountain Front. Expect southwest winds 15 to 25 miles an hour and gusts up to 45 miles an hour. Relative humidity could be as low as 14%, meaning any fires in the grass and rangelands will be difficult to contain. A fire weather watch means critical fire weather conditions are possible due to a combination of gusty winds, low relative humidity, and warm temperatures, creating a high fire growth potential. Once again, a fire weather watch is scheduled to be in place from noon on Thursday to 9 p.m. on Friday. For the rest of your Wednesday, not as cool and sunny. Highs 50 to 55. Southwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly clear. Lows 25 to 30. Southwest winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday, windy and warmer. Sunny in the morning, then becoming partly cloudy. Highs 65 to 70. Southwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour, increasing to 20 to 30 miles an hour in the afternoon. Thursday night, breezy, partly cloudy in the evening becoming mostly cloudy. Lows 35 to 40, west winds 15 to 25 miles an hour, shifting to the southwest, 10 to 15 miles an hour after midnight. Friday, sunny, high 60 to 65, west winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Friday night, partly cloudy, lows around 35. Saturday and Saturday night, mostly cloudy, high 65 to 70, lows around 40. Sunday and Sunday night, mostly cloudy, highs 60 to 65, lows around 35. Monday and Monday night, cooler and partly cloudy, 20% chance of rain. Highs around 55, lows 30 to 35. And Tuesday, mostly cloudy, 40% chance of rain. Highs around 55. The Haver School Board held a special meeting Tuesday evening and unanimously voted to offer a three-year contract to Craig Mueller for the superintendent position. Mueller, who has been the superintendent since last summer after Andy Carlson's resignation, accepted the board's offer in principle following the vote. The language of the contract will be finalized in a meeting on a Friday between the board and the Montana School Board's Association. The other finalist for the position was Brett Zanto, principal at Helena Capital High School. The board agreed that he was a qualified candidate, but said his experience and knowledge of the district was not quite at the level of Mueller's. Also at the meeting, the board accepted activities directors Brian Kessler's resignation. Kessler has taken a job as principal at East Helena High School. A fire on the east side of Haver on Tuesday evening left a mobile home a total loss and caused two people to be transported to the hospital due to smoke inhalation. Haver Fire Chief Mel Paulson says they received a call about the fire at the 3400 block of U.S. Highway 2 just after 9 p.m. Tuesday. By the time they arrived, at least one room was already engulfed in flames. Although the fire was under control within 10 minutes of their arrival, the home ended up being a complete loss. The two people transferred to the hospital have since been released, and the injuries are considered to be minor. 14 people from the department responded to the scene. Equipment used included two pumpers, one tender, and one ambulance. The cause of the fire is unknown and remains under investigation. The relatively dry winter the High Line has experienced this year has one potential benefit, fewer mosquitoes this summer. Hill County Weed and Mosquito District Supervisor Terry Turner says many reservoir bottoms in the area are completely dry. I don't think there's uh, going to be that big of a mosquito problem unless we get a whole bunch of rain a little bit later on. So uh, what water's out there right now, we can pretty well take care of, you know, pretty easily. 
Turner says he expects some mosquito sightings by May or mid-June and urges people not to leave old tires outside in order to prevent localized infestations. That's where, you know, if you get a little bit of water inside of an old car tire or tractor tire or something like that, the heat from the sun heats those things up rapidly and they'll, they have a chance of hatching out within three to five days. Once the weather consistently warms up, the Weed and Mosquito District will begin their annual fogging program, which is meant to help stop the spread of mosquito-borne diseases. A Haver man was arraigned in Hill County District Court on Monday after allegedly burning a family dog to death and assaulting his father. Raven Ray Wolfgang Lanier, 23, pleaded not guilty to the felonies of aggravated animal cruelty, possession of explosives, and assault with a weapon before Judge Katie Snipes Ruiz. According to court documents, Lanier is alleged to have burned a dog to death in a bathtub on March 10th by using lighter fluid. Authorities seized the lighter fluid and claimed that the fingerprints and black soot on the container matched what was observed on Lanier's hands. The previous day, Lanier is alleged to have assaulted his father by grabbing his arm and threatening to stab him in the neck with a steak knife. Lanier remains in the Hill County Detention Center with a total bond of $100,000. Supporters of a bill in the legislature say it would help bring justice to the families of drug overdose victims. The UM Legislative News Service reports House Bill 391 would establish an extra penalty for drug dealing if those drugs kill someone. Dealers could spend up to 100 years in prison. Corey Swanson is the Broadwater County Attorney. Those dealers that are doing that are putting those people that are desperate, that are drug addicts, in, in risk of losing their life, and they should be subject to a more serious penalty. Sam Forstag from the ACLU Montana was the only opponent at the hearing. He said the bill wouldn't just apply to drug dealers. The other fact pattern presented was that you have a husband who is a drug addict and shares drugs with their partner, and their partner dies. Both people, as this bill is written, would be subject to this 100-year maximum sentence. Other proponents said that wasn't true, that only drug dealers would be subject to the law. Taking a look at local COVID-19 updates for today. We'll start with Hill County, which yesterday reported no new cases and no new recoveries. Total case count for Hill County remains at 1,931, active case count 2, recoveries 1,887, death toll 42. Over in Blaine County, they also announced no new COVID cases and no recoveries. Since Blaine County's active case count is now at zero, they say they will only provide updates from now on when there are new cases to announce. Current Blaine County totals, overall cumulative case count, 752, zero active, 728 recoveries, 24 deaths. We have not received COVID updates of late from Shoto, Phillips, or Liberty counties, but we'll make sure to pass them along once they're provided. Turning to state news, We'll start with today's daily COVID case update from DPHHS. Today, Montana reported 203 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the cumulative total to 104,552. Active case count 912, active hospitalizations 47, death toll 1,437. Counties with the most new cases today, Gallatin 89, although that appears to be due to late data entry, Yellowstone 19, Missoula 15, Bighorn 14, Cascade 10. And looking at the vaccine dashboard from the state, total doses administered, 487,678, with 191,512 Montanans fully immunized. The Montana Senate advanced a bill that would ban transgender athletes from participating in school and college sports according to the gender with which they identify. But the Senate first amended the bill to be voided if the federal government withholds funding from the state 
as a result of the measure. The bill advanced Tuesday in a 29-21 to 21 vote. The Senate is expected to vote on the bill for a third time this week before sending it back to the House for final approval. Similar bans have been introduced in more than 20 states this year. Republican governors in Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi have already signed them into law this month. Grizzly bears are slowly expanding the turf they roam in the northern Rocky Mountains, but scientists say they need continued protections. They have also concluded that no other areas of the country would be suitable for the fearsome animals. The Fish and Wildlife Service on Wednesday released its first assessment in nearly a decade on the status of grizzly bears in the contiguous U.S. The Bruins are shielded from hunting as a threatened species except for in Alaska. Grizzly populations grew over the last 10 years in the Yellowstone region and around Glacier National Park. Scientists are focusing on bolstering existing populations and not on reintroducing bears elsewhere. Wyoming lawmakers have advanced a proposal to set up a fund to sue states that move away from using coal to generate electricity. A bill to establish a $1.2 million legal fund in the top coal mining state advanced without objection Tuesday to a final vote in the state Senate in the days ahead. The bill earlier passed the state house 53 to 7. Around 40% of the nation's coal used in power plants comes from the Powder River Basin of Wyoming and Montana. The AP reports coal production has been declining as utilities switch to gas, wind, and solar power. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat is $5.26, spring wheat $5.42. Blaine County, winter wheat $5.16, spring wheat $5.37. Liberty County, winter wheat $5.31, spring wheat $5.42. Shoto County, winter wheat $5.26, spring wheat $5.42. And Phillips County, winter wheat $5.11, spring wheat $5.32. And that does it for your Wednesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Stay safe out on the roads and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.